Welcome back to today's episode of Deeper Life. Listen and be blessed. It's such a joy and a privilege uh, for me to be joining together with you in uh, Deeper Life this evening. Um God is good. God is so faithful. I'm uh, really honored that uh, I can spend this time and uh, share the word of God with you this evening. It's such an honor and a privilege. Um and it's such an honor and a privilege just to know Jesus. Amen. Um if we just think about our lives, if we just think about what we would be without him, life doesn't make sense. Uh especially in the days that we are in with all the different challenges, the battles we see, the hopelessness that we can see around us, it's uh, such a privilege to know Jesus. He is our everything. He is our rock. He is our fortress. He is the one that we can depend on. He is our um, safe place. He is our hiding place. uh he's the one that we can come to in all our difficult times it's such a joy and a privilege to know jesus and uh, it's such a joy that we can talk about him it's such a joy that we can read his word every time we read his word he always has something new for us every time we we spend time in his presence he always has something new for us he's always doing something he's always pushing us towards something and uh, i believe it's more important than ever before that we are taking a grab, grasp of that that which the lord wants us to do in the busyness of our everyday life in the many many things that are happening around us in the challenges that we face many times it's so easy that we can lose our focus on him we can lose the direction in which the lord wants us to walk in we can begin to look at uh, look at the things around us and the influences of the things around us and we get distracted by the many things that happen in our life and um, i believe this evening i just want to share about just believing in the lord coming back to believing in the lord you know in the distractions of our daily life there are so many things that want to take over there is so many things that want to convince us that it's not just jesus that there can be something else there there are so many challenges that come our way and say that they are stronger or so many difficulties or sicknesses or whatever it might be that try to take our focus away from the lord that try to push us away that try to say hey i can be stronger but the truth of the matter is there is no one that is greater than our god there is no one that is stronger than our god there is no one mightier than our god when our god is with us there is nothing that's impossible for us and i just want to encourage us the this evening and look at a couple of uh, portions of scripture we will start off with uh, genesis uh, going to uh, chapter 15 um and we're going to read uh, chapter uh, verses 4 uh, and 5 uh, and 6 um where you know this is where god is talking to to abraham and uh, and and giving him the his uh, the many promises and in verse 4 it says like this and behold the word of the lord came to him saying this one shall not be your heir but one will come from your own body and shall be your heir talking about his descendants and verse 5 he says like this then he brought him outside and said look now towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them and he said to him so shall your descendants be and here we see that god is giving a promise to abraham he's looking at a situation and saying hey it's not just the way you think it's going to be i have something speci- special that i want to do in your life so god is taking him out what an amazing uh, incident that god is taking him out and showing him looking at heaven and saying count the stars if you're able to number them and he said to him so shall your descendants be sometimes the word that god gives us can be sometimes like that that you know it can look so out of our thought process it can be so out of what our mind can think 
um, sometimes when we look at the promises of God, uh, we think, how can that ever happen? How can it be? How is that possible? Um, but God has his own way. And, and God gives uh, Abraham a promise, you know, not looking at his current fleshly situation. God takes him out and he gives him a totally unbelievable promise. He says, look at the stars in the sky. Your descendants will be like that. And he's talking, telling that to a man who doesn't have, hasn't had any uh, children with Sarah and both of them are old and advanced in age. But look at verse 6. The Bible says, and he believed in the Lord and the Lord accounted it to him for righteousness. The verse 6 says like this, and he believed in the Lord. I want to touch on this, that he believed in the Lord. What are the promises that God has given us? What are the words that God has spoken over our lives? What are the... The, the, the things that God has put into our lives, the, the talents that we have or the abilities that we have, the desires that God has put in our heart. What are the many things that God has put in us that sometimes we have lost track of? Sometimes we have looked at the natu our natural surroundings. Um, we've looked at our circumstances, our history, our past, uh, what we think our future can look like, what we think can be. Uh, it's, it's so easy that we can lose that, that belief in what God is telling us and what God is talking to us. In verse 6, the Bible says, he believed in the Lord. When the word came to him, Abraham took that word. He put his heart into it. He believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So the Lord looked back at him and said, hey, you have believed the word that I have given you. And therefore, you are in a right standing with me. Amen. It's so important that we are believing in the word that God is giving us, that we are trusting you know, the word believe and trust, you know, we can put together, you know, that we take our belief, we take our, our uh, thought process, you know, we take that out of what looks like, what it looks like in the natural and put it on God and say, Lord, what is it that you are showing me? What is it that you want to do? And there are many examples in the Bible we can look at where when they didn't believe in God, when they put their focus on anything, on something else, they lost the moment, you know, a classic example we can see is in John uh, chapter 20, we can go that together in John chapter 20 and verse 29. Um, this is right after the resurrection of the Lord. We can look at what uh, uh, God, what Jesus tells uh, John, uh, tells Thomas, who is one of his 12 disciples, who has walked with him for all the, for all the, the three, uh, three and a half years, seen all the miracles, seen all these things that were, that were happening. And even though he had seen all of that, heard all the words that God had spoken to him, uh, walking with him, seeing the miracles, the signs, the wonders, even, even then we see that Thomas was a doubter, you know, he didn't believe. So in verse 27, Jesus, when he came to Thomas, it says like this, then he came to Thomas, reach your finger here, look at my hand and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my God, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And sometimes, you know, Thomas was, a, was in a situation that we can very often find ourselves in, where we, we have heard the words of God, where we have seen the signs and wonders, where we have experienced God in many ways in our past, where we have, where we have seen so many things in our walk with God, in our personal walk with God, in the churches that we have been in, we've heard many testimonies. We, we could have been in many different things, similar to, to how Thomas was living. Thomas had it at that time. Yet, sometimes we can be looking at, looking, you know, we want our natural eyes to look at something. 
before we believe in, in what God is telling us. It's so important that we are taking the word of God. We are believing in the word of God and we are running further, that we are running forward with it. Otherwise, we can be like the doubting Thomas who was left, you know, when Jesus came, God still gives him a chance. We see the love of God in that place, right? It's so interesting that even though, you know, uh, Thomas doubted, Jesus didn't just look at him and say, hey, you doubted, so uh, you don't get to uh, experience me anymore. No, Jesus still came. He still showed himself. He still showed himself. Um, and, uh, you know, then Thomas believed, right? But, you know, Jesus is calling us, you know, when he's calling us, he wants us to believe in the word that he's putting in our hearts. We don't need to see in the natural. We need to see in the spiritual. We need to grasp, take a grasp of what the Lord is putting in the, in the spirit. What is he doing in the spirit? And for that, we need to be walking with the, with the spirit of God. And we can see these examples of the, the unbelief, many, many different places, right? If we look at the Old Testament, we see what happened uh, with, the, with the Israelites. They were stuck in the wilderness for 40 years because they did not believe in the promise that God gave them. When God told them the land is yours, they wanted to go in and see. They wanted to see with their natural eyes. Oh, how does it look? Does this look like a place we can conquer? Does this look like a place? Only Joshua and Caleb, they had a heart of faith. They said, hey, God has given us the word. God has given us the promise. He has given us this land. This is ours to inherit. There is nothing we need to wait for. We just need to go in and inherit the land. But we see the other 10 spies, they are going in, they are looking with their natural eyes. They are seeing what is happening. Oh, can we beat them? Oh, there are giants in this place. And it's so important when we begin to see with our natural eyes that we don't follow our flesh, but we are hearing what is the Spirit of God telling me. Amen. We need to be walking with the Lord. We need to hear and we need to be in the place where we can hear what God is doing even in our time. Uh, very often, we are when we see something happening around us, we react to it in our natural. Uh, we want to react to it in our own strength. We want to react to it in our own knowledge. We want to react to it in our own uh, ability. Imagine if uh, Joseph and Daniel, when they heard the dreams, they began to give their, inter their own interpretation to the dream. They could never be confident. They can never be sure. They are just giving a story. They would be like everyone else. But they went into the presence of the Lord. They, Daniel went together with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. They locked the door and they started praying. They said, Lord, you need to show us. You need to show us what this is about. So when Daniel went the next day, he was not having any doubt. He stood in confidence. He said, this is the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord is telling me. This is what the Lord has shown you. Uh, the word is certain. The interpretation is sure. He stood with confidence. Amen. And God is calling us to that confidence. He's calling us to walk with him. He's calling us to spend time in his presence. You know, we, the same Thomas that lived all those years, uh, that, that, that stood in that situation with doubt, with uh, not being sure of what was happening, not being able to believe, wanting to see what would happen. That same uh, Thomas, when the spirit of the Lord came upon him, he was turned into another man. We see his story and, what, and how... Um, God used him as a vessel in India, even in, 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 in our own city in Chennai, to bring the gospel to, the, to India. We can see he, comes, he, he went from one place to the other. He died as a martyr for the kingdom of God. Amen. When we are walking with the Lord, when we are beginning to hear the voice of God, when we are walking with the Holy Spirit, you know, when God can turn our lives, you know, the Bible says, know the truth and the truth will set you free in, in, in John 8 and 32. 
you know we need to know the truth how do we know the truth when we are hearing the holy spirit when he is the one that's guiding us he knows our everyday better than what we can see around us you know our natural eyesight is limited it can only go from here to where the next wall is but when we begin to see with the spirit of god we can we can see beyond our own limitations amen you know we see you know and and we can see so many examples of that when elijah elisha was sitting when the, when the people came to him when elisha was standing there with the, with gehazi he could see the god of angel army standing the servant could not see the rest of the people could not see everybody was anxious everybody was afraid but elisha was standing there able to see what was actually happening in the spirit amen his eyes the eyes of his understanding were open his eyes were he was so sensitive to the spirit of god he was so sensitive to what was happening in that place you know uh, we see elijah um, we we can see so many examples in the bible where when they were sensitive to what the lord was doing they did not just walk according to what was happening in the natural around them they began to walk according to the spirit of god and they were always able to do more they were always able to do more than what was just their natural um, ability just their natural understanding we see the god of abraham he gave him the promise uh, when abraham believed in that promise we saw we see that god had brought has brought that promise to fulfillment you know all these years later we can see the fulfillment of the promise of god in um, abraham's life in the life of so many people across the bible that we are blessed by when we stand in the gap when we put our faith our unwavering faith in the lord when we put our unwavering trust in the lord you know and we put our uh, our our all our belief and all our direction into what god is telling us to do you know we begin to change the lives of the people around us god begins to use us as a vessel he begins to bring us into the fulfillment of the plan and the purpose that he has for our life no matter how unrealistic we might look with our eyes and see how can this ever happen how can this promise ever happen who am i that god can use when god comes when we begin to hear his voice and walk in his steps when we put all our belief on him we put all our chips on him as they say you know we put all our trust in him saying okay no matter what happens i don't know what my tomorrow holds but as long as jesus is on the boat i know that i will not be shaken there is no doubt that we can do more then we can think or imagine and god will bring to fulfillment every plan every purpose that he has upon our life i just want to end with reading one portion of scripture from romans 10 from verse 9 the bible says like this from verse 9 if you confess with your mouth that jesus that the lord jesus If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart of one with the, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek for the same Lord over all is rich overall is rich to all who call upon him for whoever calls on the name of the lord shall be saved amen whoever believes in him will not be put to shame whoever calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved amen so let's just put our faith on him this evening let's put our trust in him this evening 
Let's bring the promises of God back to our remembrance. Let's bring every prophecy that has come upon our lives, that the Spirit of God has put upon our lives, uh, every promise that God has given. Let's just put our heart on that. Let's put our trust into that. No matter, it doesn't matter what our natural, our everyday looks like. It doesn't matter what the, the, the situation around us might look like. Let's put our faith in Him. Let's put our trust in Him. Like how Joseph in the dungeon, in the midst of the impossible situation, still put his trust in the Lord. Let's put our trust in Him this evening. Amen. Amen. Let's just pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you this evening, Father God. Lord, we thank you for who you are in our lives, Father God. Lord, we thank you because we can always depend on you, Lord. Lord, we thank you because, Lord, when we put our, our trust on you, Lord, you will never let us down, Father God. We know that when we call upon you, we will not be shaken, Father God. Lord, when we are hiding in your shadow, Lord, that you protect us, Father God. Lord, when, you, when we are in the place that you called us, no matter how difficult or how dangerous it might look like, the as, as the psalmist says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they protect me. Lord, in the same way, we put our trust in you, Father God. Lord, we want to believe in every word that you have spoken upon our lives, Father God. We put our, 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 our hope on you, Father God. Lord, we bring to remembrance every word that you've promised us, Father God. Lord, every prophecy that you've spoken over us, Father God. Even this evening, Lord, Lord, we don't want to be weak in our flesh. Lord, we know that our flesh is weak with our own ability, with our own strength, Lord. Your promises can even seem too hard. It can even seem too impossible, Father God. But Lord, we know when we are walking with you, Father God, when we are not uh, fulfilling the flesh, but just walking in the spirit, Lord, we know that we can be more than conquerors, Father God. Lord, we know that we become, we begin to step out of our limitations, Lord, into the unlimited possibilities that you have for us, Lord. And this evening, Lord, we just surrender our hearts to you, Father God. Lord, we commit our minds to you. We commit our thoughts to you, Father God. Lord, if there's anything we do that does not please you, Father God, Lord, we pray, Lord, that we, we pray and surrender it into your hands, Father God. Lord, even as that, that, as that father who had the, the child who was uh, uh, possessed with that, that, that spirit said, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief, Father God. In the same way, Lord, we come to you, Father God. If there's any unbelief in our hearts, Lord, Lord, you take it, Father God. Lord, you take control, Father God. We want to put our trust in you. We want to put our faith in you, Lord. We want to put everything on you, Father God. Take away our unbelief, Father God. Lord, increase our faith this evening, Father God. Lord, we surrender ourselves to you, Father God. Lord, we thank you for each and every one that has joined Deeper Life this evening, Father God. Lord, even as we meet again the next week, Lord, we pray that your presence will go with us in our going out and in our coming in. Lord, in everything that we do, we pray that your hand will be upon us, Father God. Lord, we give ourselves to you one more time this evening, Father God. We pray that you will have your way in us, Father God. Guard us, guide us, protect us, keep us and lead us, Father God. We give ourselves into your hands. In your name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.